Welcome to the Fantasy Friends Podcast. Here are your hosts, Daniel Maddox and Brian Humphrey. Welcome back to the Fantasy Friends Podcast. Hey man, that was pretty good. Thanks man. This is my first uh, lead in. <laughs> a little nervous. It only took you one take. Yeah, I got one take in. It's better uh, than what the I first do. take I said like, <clears throat> hey, what up? And I didn't like it so I canceled it. So I'm doing this and I think we're going to roll with it. Sticking to it. Uh, what's up, Daniel? Hey, my man. man. Hey man. Um, uh, what's your name? Uh, oh, this is... um. Ryan Humphreys here, and to my right is my good buddy, friend of ten years, and uh, you know he's he's all right. What what's <laughs> well, your that's, name? That's introduce you yourself. Sell me short there, man. It's Daniel Maddox. I'm Daniel over here. Yeah, the host, um, the true host. I yeah. figured I'd let Ryan do it once. Yeah, and well, I guess it's going all right so far. We're fifty five seconds in, and I'm not restarting it. So yeah, fuck it. We're into it. Hey, I want to say something real quick. Um, somebody bugged me. I saw it uh, two weeks ago before the season started, and we were watching it Sunday um, or Monday. The fucking NFL Network, their stupid oh. fantasy show. <laughs> Just for the record, if anybody's listening to this and have seen this show, it's called Fantasy and Friends. Um, we definitely had our name before. You can go check and see when the uh, fantasyfriends.com was purchased. We've had this name since the beginning of the summer. Yeah, it's not an actual website right now, but no, we mean, own the domain yeah, we own since, um, I think, June, yeah, maybe before. Middle of the summer. Yeah. So I just want to get that off my chest. That shit pissed me off so much when I saw it for the first time. Dude, like, because that show comes on at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time. It comes on after the shitty uh, oh, God. NFL Network fantasy show. Jesus Christ. And to be honest, I don't know why I still Shots watch that. Fired, man. Shots fired, Because there's not much else on. I mean, I go to sleep and it's on NFL Network and yeah. I'll come back home from work and I'll just turn the TV on and it's on NFL Network and it's usually either that the fantasy, whatever their show is called, and then after their show is yeah. Fantasy and Friends. Jesus Christ. Maurice Jones Drew is so terrible. I don't know why they put him on camera. He's so fat. Yeah, he got big, I mean, he's dude. chubby, dude. We're, try- we're shooting. We're, dude, we're shooting off right now. MJD, get get at us. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> wow, dude, you you are red hot right now. Get at us, man, you fat fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Michael Fabiano. Oh my God, you look like a fucking pig. He was like a thumb, <laughs> a thumb with nostrils. <laughs> His nose points straight out. Oh God. Well, Maybe if we say enough raunchy stuff about him, uh, it'll go down the grapevine and they'll hit us up and well, they they would be up the grapevine nah dude we're OG fantasy friends <laughs> oh, well, that, that they saw our name and they're like oh 
That's a good name. I'm call, I'm saying it right now. They stole it from us for fucking sure. It has no that, bones about it. That alliteration, man. Fantasy friends. Yeah, it's like, fantasy and friends. Yeah. And when you look at it, it says fantasy friends. Those are the two words that are bold. Bullshit. Anyway, we. You reckon we ought to talk about fantasy stuff? I guess, man. Hmm. Um. Okay. So I want you to say the first bit of news. Okay. Just that first quote from Thomas Rawls. So uh, Thomas Rawls is quoted by saying. Uh, I'm going to have a huge load this week. Poor girl. A huge load. <laughs> Poor girl. So he's starting the game. <laughs> he's starting the game. I I assume he's gonna he's gonna go in there, hit all the holes, and go just, in there with a purpose. Just hole, hitting holes and just dumping loads. Mm. Huge <laughs> loads. <laughs> so you think uh Christine Michael is going to take a back seat. No, as he, I think no? it's I think it's RBBC because you know, like with Russell Wilson being a little bit hobbled with that ankle, if if they have to rely on him being in the pocket, I guarantee you they're going to run more. I'm running a little bit more. I mean, <clears throat> I mean it was a slow game last week, but you know Doug Baldwin had a good game and they they got it done through the air. I mean they won so. Did you know uh, Russell Wilson had his uh, career high in pass attempts last week? Really? 40, uh, 43 pass oh, attempts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that. what did they score on offense, 13 points? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I, I assume, like, at what point did he get injured in the game? I kind of uh, forget. Sue stepped on his ankle at, like, the yeah. middle of the fourth quarter, I believe. Okay. I mean, he played a, a lot. Of, it might have been the third. I don't, you know. I should know this shit, but I'm I'm speaking off of what I remember watching the game. I think it was maybe late third, middle to early fourth quarter. They are playing the L.A. Rams. Who got fucking? They made Blaine Gabbert look like an all a Pro Bowler. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, Carlos Hyde, which Carlos Hyde does well in week ones anyway. But but we digress. Anyway. The the main story is uh, Thomas Rawls. Yeah, he says he's going to have a huge load this week. <laughs> um. So, you know, just that can never not be funny. To not uh, to be serious about it, I think you can start him with confidence. In my opinion, yeah. as your RB two. Well, I mean, you got you saw lit, three targets too. You know, don't don't expect. I don't know. He says he's going to have a huge workload, but I don't necessarily think that means that necessarily translate to translates to huge fantasy numbers. I don't think the Rams' defense is that bad. I, I well, I think I think I can't how, believe they they're that bad. I think how they treated Week One. Um, with Michael starting mm-hmm. and Raw seeing a limited uh, load, a limited load, um, they put him out there and made sure he was ready for game action. Well, they just didn't pump him enough to get that huge load, you know. <laughs> All right, enough load jokes. Sorry. Anyway, can we move through the rest of these? Yeah, I was just going to say got, we got a lot of shit to get. Uh, yeah, to. I know, I know. I was just going to say uh, starting with, in my opinion, start him as an RB two with confidence. That's fair. I don't think Michael will see as many carries touches as he did last week all right um so thursday night football was last night we are recording well we're recording like early saturday morning it's 3 a.m jesus christ um <laughs> we're committed i pretty much coaxed daniel into doing this and yeah he had to talk me into it a little bit um so eric decker had a huge game last night um, and this along with the rest of the Jets uh, receiving core, hell, the whole fucking team. Yeah, I mean th- that whole game turned into like s- somewhat of a shootout. Did you know that Ryan Fitzpatrick is just as good as Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger and all of them? In what context? 
I mean, he just had a really good game. I mean, they yeah. made him. They made him look like. I mean, I think. I think Fitzpatrick gets the shaft a lot because he throws picks. But you know, like so does Jay Cutler, and he's been. I mean, nobody thinks he's like elite or nothing. But so does Andy Luck. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't see why Fitzpatrick doesn't get more love and why he's been such a journeyman. I mean, he's just as good as half the rest of the league that have been you know quarterbacks that have been starters for years. Yeah, he's one of those guys like that was drafted late. And uh, or undrafted. In deeper, deeper leagues, he was drafted late, like 12, 14, hell, 16-team leagues. He was like, he's a starting quarterback in 16-team <clears> leagues. Yeah. But uh, Tyrod Taylor had a good game, too. Yeah, it didn't look like it was going to be that way, but it ended up, uh, he had two long touchdown passes. Yeah, I mean, if you started Greg Salas and uh, Marquise Goodwin, no, you're in good shape right now. Nobody fucking did. <laughs> but uh, 22-man leagues did. Yeah, I, I got uh, Eric Decker kind of boned me in one league, and I had him in another. He, this is uh, 18 straight games with 80 plus yards or a touchdown. That's like that's like uh, I don't want to. I mean, I'm going out on a limb here, but that's like Antonio Brown esque. Five catches, 50 yards, and a touch. You know, that, that, never whole, that streak like, he had yeah, last that year. whole streak. Um, that's impressive. This is. It's close. It's not quite as impressive as that five-plus catch streak that AB had. Well, eighty-plus yards and a touchdown for eighteen straight games. That's a season oh, worth. Yeah. That's a season plus two games worth, or a plus a game. I was gonna say like I think Decker's, he's borderlining on like wide receiver one territory. Yeah, in my opinion, it got a little scary there when Brandon Marshall get hurt. Our boy Stephon Kilmore. Decided he wanted to um, try yeah. to hurt somebody. Gilmore was trash to start that game. He was trash. I don't know anyway. if you saw like the first few plays. No, but I missed it. That their whole uh, first scoring drive, which ended up in the field goal, like Stefan Gilmore supplemented that whole drive. He did via, it at South via Carolina. Penalties and um, just like overall bad play. But um, yeah, I mean that's Thursday night football. Um, so. Another note, with the Bills losing last night, uh, they ended up firing their offensive coordinator, Greg Roman. Um, And from what I've heard is uh, pretty much like the Bills front office gave Rex Ryan an ultimatum. Like, I guess, you know, they're 0-2 now. They feel like they have a good team, like a solid defense, which hasn't been very solid yet, and uh, improved offense from last year. And so they pretty much made Rex Ryan make the the call on like firing Greg Roman. He's not gonna fire himself. He's not gonna fire his brother, hey, Rob but, Ryan. But do you think the offense is the problem? Because I don't. No, it's it's. I mean, that's it, fucked up. <laughs> and like as blunt, as bluntly as I can put it, why, like that just that just doesn't seem right. The offensive coordinator for a team that scored thirty one points yeah. against a Jets defense that is considered to be. Most of the time, good. Yeah, I don't think Revis, uh, they're, they're Revis. Uh, I don't think uh, you you know receivers aren't. That's not the matchup it used to be. You know, fantasy what it was before. You know, if you had to start a, a wide receiver one that was going up against Revis, you should be worried. I don't think that's the case anymore. I mean, he's still got a little juice in him, but it just it's not what it used to be. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not in his prime. He's far past his prime. <clears throat> but at this the point. fact that the offensive coordinator got the shaft when he fucking has his brother. That is just terrible. Like I told Ryan earlier, the quote yeah. I heard from somebody was that Rob Ryan's stink is still all over uh, New Orleans, and that's just that's true. I mean, is and, and for the fact that he's there and they've they're zero and two. I saw thirty seven points last night. I was reading up on like 
a little discussion about like the NFL just being as far as coaching goes it's like a fraternity if you get in and you fit in and you do the right things make the right moves there's no way Ryan Rob Ryan fits in anywhere well that's a fat joke everybody <laughs> but I'm bow well the thing is he's he's got his his bro and his bro fits in because he he brings in the fans he has good sound bites and all that shit and he I mean, loves feet it's like um it's like goddamn Jeff Fisher like there's no reason for Jeff Fisher to still be a head coach in the NFL <laughs> he, he still has a job because he was like decent like 15 years ago with the with the Titans yeah when he had um no then they go to one Super Bowl the, with the uh who did he win the Super Bowl with did he win it I thought I know he went with the Titans uh, he might he? not have won it I mean they lost to St. Louis but he's Kurt Warner Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie George caught that. Or I don't know if it was Eddie George, but they got down to the mm. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. But he, you know, real quick on Fisher, he's just a terrible coach in my opinion. There, he might be wishing for some seven and nine bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. You didn't watch uh, Hard Knocks, Daniel? No. But <laughs> the very first episode, basically, real quick, he said uh, he didn't want any seven and nine bullshit this year because they've. <laughs> They went seven and nine, like two out of the past three years, I think, and six and ten in the other. Um, his magic numbers are eight and eight, and that what is like his career uh, record? I think he's barely over August eighth. August eighth is what? Uh, isn't that um Jeff Fisher Day? Eight August. Eight. Oh, I never heard of that. Is it? It's eight eight. Yeah. Hmm. Makes sense. Well, honestly, it doesn't because he should be worse than five hundred. Anyway, uh, the new OC for the Bills is Anthony Lynn, which is their RB coach. Um, just real quick, you got to figure it might benefit McCoy. Um, he's had a few thousand-yard rushers at, from my quick 10-minute Google search <laughs> on Anthony Lynn. Um, he's, he's had some guys run thousand yards. Um, I don't think it'll, it'll affect McCoy too much. I think it might take away a little bit from the uh, passing uh, attack from from the Bills, but really, who the fuck knows? I think, fuck if, knows? I think if anything benefits uh, Deshaun McCoy is the fact that uh, uh, Tater boy himself, Sammy Watkins, uh, <laughs> is, his foot's still bothering him. So... Naturally, yeah, he, he when a receiver look, goes down, running backs typically get the nod there. Yeah, he didn't look because they don't have like they don't all. have a true. I mean, I guess Goodwin could be there too. They got rid of Hogan; he was a good two there. Um, I don't think Salas is necessarily anything. That was just a project, a product of uh, garbage time. So, oh, yeah. I think Lashawn McCoy, maybe Reggie Bush. They they were throwing a ton of uh, tight end screens to Clay. I think he might end up being a sneaky like PPR guy, but if they can't. They did score a lot of points, like you said last night. But if they can't advance the the ball consistently, well, my my point is is that they they scored against the Jets team. That they're that's like the pride of the the New York Jets is their defense and has been for a while, especially since Rex Ryan's been there, being a defensive coach himself. Um, they put up you know thirty points and thirty point thirty one points in the NFL is hard to do. I mean you don't yeah. typically you don't typically see scores like that unless it's prolific offenses, and I wouldn't necessarily say. You know, before this game, the Jets or the Bills were prolific offenses, but 
the Jets might be. Hell, they look really good. You don't typically see <clears throat> scores like that on Thursday night football. No, at all. That was that was a good game. It ended up. It didn't look like it was going to be good, but it didn't, it it, it I was. Mean, how about that boy Forte? <clears throat> hey man, he's got like I saw he's on pace for like four hundred and fifty touches this year. I don't think he'll get that. No, I mean. They want to constantly give him the ball. I mean, it's working out for now. <laughs> at some point, like he's got to wear it down. Um, well, people have been saying that about him for like three years now. Yeah, he but seems like at he's, some point, it's it's gonna. I mean, four hundred and fifty touches is ridiculous. Yeah, no, he like he's not. That. They'll get. They'll get. Ball. No, they'll I don't get, know if anybody in the NFL can handle that many touches. No, they'll get Powell involved. And yeah. which you know, I drafted Powell in our league, and I've already dropped him. But I feel like he might be one of those sneaky ads over the next week or two. Going to get him now. <laughs> All right. Uh, and no big news here. Keenan Allen torn ACL. That I mean, was, it's big news, but not new news. No, it's not new. But it's, it was real sad. I hate yeah. it. I mean, he's one of those guys. I, I just I like him as a person. He's like Foster. I just like the dude. But, yeah, it's our first podcast since that happened. So, yeah. yeah um, both me and Daniel were pretty bomb like i don't own him on any of my teams no. do no. you no i don't have him anywhere yeah he was one of those guys that i wanted at drafts yeah, but I couldn't just, get you weren't gonna get him where you, you drafted 10th i drafted fifth i'm not we don't need to get him in either one of those spots and he was gone before you got there he went two picks before you picked right so somebody that's he was probably gonna get at least 150 targets this year oh um, he was he was easy like a he could have he could have caught he could have caught around a hundred balls for thirteen fourteen hundred yards and maybe double digit scores. He's just that kind oh, of guy. Easily, yeah. yeah. So he's, now he's just had bad luck. So now Tyrell Williams is slotted as the number one guy. Well, um, that's probably, what they say. Yeah, that's yeah. because he had two long catches. It's like one A and one B with yeah. him and Travis Benjamin. Yeah, I like Benjamin a little bit more. If I'm just being honest, <clears throat> I just I just think that Benjamin is. I don't know. Tyrell's a speedy guy. He's a burner. So who knows? That Travis Benjamin uh, had like such a weird stat line last week. It was like uh, seven catches for thirty-two yards, <laughs> and he's known as like a deep threat. You know. Yeah. Well, but I think Tyrell Williams should step into the more Keenan Allen role. And obviously for, and obviously for the rest of the offense, Gates. Uh, that it bodes well for Gates, who had a like surprisingly bad game. Yeah, um, I think he only got what uh, two or three I targets. Think, I don't think he got was targeted at all after halftime. Not once after halftime was yeah, he targeted. I think he came away with and, one uh, catch, maybe. Yeah, Danny Woodhead. Um, obviously, that's that's your that's your star in in uh, San Diego, I believe. PPR, yeah, especially, but standard. He yeah. should be we'll talk RB too. We got little guys that we that we like this week that we're gonna you know starts so to speak of the week. We'll talk. I have him as well. The, don't want to bury the lead. I guess I already said it, but he's he's one of mine. So we'll get into a little bit of more, <clears throat> a little bit more of his stuff then. Um, and what's that about Prescott? You got there? You could just real quick. Oh, just you know, a lot of people kicked up some some fuss about Dez only getting one catch for eight yards. Um, and Prescott's first start last week. And are you that surprised though? Are you kind, kind of? I'm not. like when you looked at the preseason, like Dez played like the first drive or two and. He, didn't he catch two touchdowns? I know he caught at least one. And, uh, I mean... Who did? Dez from uh, from Prescott. Oh, you're talking about in the preseason? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
and uh, you know he just uh, they weren't on the same page game one which is to be expected from a rookie quarterback yeah. they should you know people are panicking on Dez I wouldn't be thrilled about owning him right now I'd rather Romo be in there yeah if I was a Dez owner uh, but you know I think Prescott will he's he's shaking the nerves I think he'll come along it's, it's weak it's it was a, the first week for a rookie and they scheme for him you know they weren't going to give him anything deep and that's where Dez makes his money is you know, throw, Pres- it to, throw it to him deep, let him go up and get it. Yeah, Prescott's not really a deep thrower. Uh, he can. He can throw he the can, fuck out of the but ball. He's, he's more of that intermediate route. But um, I, I'd just have to downgrade Dez to, like, a high-end wide receiver, two for now. Yeah. Until we Until know otherwise. more about Romo's yeah. return. And we'll see what happens with Prescott coming weeks. All right. So, so we got- you want to lead into uh, some questions? Yep. Uh, all right. Um, we got our first Facebook question this week, and it comes from a fella named uh, Kenneth Lundberg. Um, and he asks, he's got a, a, a start question. He has, how many guys is this? One, two, three, four, five, six. Is that seven? I don't know. He says start yep. four out of Yeldon, uh, TJ Yeldon, DeMarco Murray, Matt Jones, Des Bryant, Deshaun Jackson, Emmanuel Sanders, or Willie Steed. He's got a lot of really good players. Except for Matt Jones. I'm not, I'm not a fan. Well, you figure four of these guys going in his starting lineup. Yeah. I mean, it's some tough uh, tough sits. I mean, Matt Jones, throw him out. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> That's the easy one. Only, only The only thing I have a hard time is is between, say, like... Well, you say you're, you're four, you'd start, and I'll say mine. Okay, I would start... Um, we don't know. I asked him if it was a PPR. I never got a response, but... We'll um, just assume it's like half PPR. Yeah, for the sake of that, I said I'd go um, DeMarco Murray, uh, Dez, Emmanuel Sanders, and Willie Sneed. <clears throat> That's pretty easy for me. I mean, I guess Deshaun Jackson is, like, close to, to like... I'll tell you, he looked good. Yeah, he did. I mean, like, I you know, maybe Deshaun over Dez. Maybe. I like Sneed. I like Emmanuel Sanders for... um, Even with, I mean... <clears throat> Demarius has a hip problem, and they said in practice that he was holding his hip, wincing in pain. Right. And I mean, and he, you know, this is this past week in practice, and he did practice, but he's reportedly a hundred percent. Yeah, I don't believe that. Yeah, and the first week, even Me against either. the Panthers, they um, Simeon was they threw the hell out of the ball to, to Emmanuel Sanders. Um, um, so I just I like that, and they're playing the Colts, are they not? They are playing yeah, the, so the softest secondary in the league yeah so i mean um, they got guys off the off the street playing yeah. so um yeah maybe deshaun over des but uh yeldon yeldon is close too but i mean i don't really know who i'd put him maybe i'm not well, putting him ahead of demarco so your four are murray bryant sanders and sneed yeah and it's and it's a it's iffy on des you know what fucking i'm gonna take that out i'm gonna say deshaun oh going yeah, djx I'm, I'm over going DJx, des. yeah for the chance that he catches like a long touchdown pass because right now Kirk yep. Cousins is way better of an option than Dak Prescott at the moment yeah, yeah. hell I mean uh, Deshaun Jackson he was getting a lot of like short hitch routes yeah. and out routes and slants and they all gotta that. use him more than just I mean if he could stay healthy his prop he's always got a, a healthy health thing I mean there were a couple time a couple plays when I was watching their game the Washington game last week where Deshaun Jackson just looked 
super quick yeah. on Monday Night Football. And uh, so, I mean, out of these, real quick, for me, uh, mine would, my four guys out of these group, this group would be Yeldon, DeMarco Murray, uh, Willie Sneed, and I'm the same as you, Des Bryant or Deshaun Jackson, I don't know. Um, I'll lean Des Bryant just because he's always a threat to score multiple touchdowns. And that, that ultimately, that just what it comes down to. And you didn't, uh, you wouldn't take Yeldon. I'm taking Yeldon with uh, no Chris Ivory. He had an opportunity last week, and he played well, but n- not enough for me to believe that. Um, what was his stat line? Can you look it up? Yeah, I'll look it up. It just, f- I, he's going to look up the stats. I, I don't. I, he he really could have like secured that backfield. He really could have done something and and you know to to secure his place is like you know a, he's not an RB one by any. I mean he is the RB one for the Jaguars, but fantasy wise he's not. But he could have done something he, to secure it up, make himself a, like a high end RB two, and he just didn't. Here's the stats from last week against uh, Green Bay. Um, he had 21, 21 rushes, only thirty nine yards, mm-hmm. abysmal one point eight six yards per attempt. But he did get a touchdown. He saw six targets, four receptions, thirty yards. Yeah, see, it's just not that's not enough. And I think when and he, he caught a receiving touchdown, which oh, wait, you know, two, okay, two TDs, two TDs. I mean, it's not great yardage production, but it's usage production for Yeldon with Ivory out. That's, yeah, that's, that's fair. That's that's the fair. The only though. reason no, that's volume, and volume is what you want, especially for a, a starting running back. And they're playing San Diego, so. San Diego, yeah, and where, Spencer Ware yeah. just ran. But he ain't Spencer Ware. Well, Ware didn't really run all over him, but he definitely uh, caught some passes and yeah. <laughs> made some uh, some things happen. Um, so, all right, uh, I'll read off the next question. Uh, what QB are you targeting this week for potential streaming options in week two? Here we go. So, <clears throat> I know you told me about your guy. We'll we'll just say Daniel's got his guy. I got my guy. Yeah, we're, I'll wait. I'll, I'm gonna pick up somebody else besides him. Um, oh. Stay tuned. Um, streaming options this week. I think. Guy, this would typically be guys that are on your waivers. That's one. That's another thing you got to look at here. Like uh, Alex Smith against Houston. Now he had. Like somebody owned in less than yeah. uh, 40% of leagues. Yeah, league, I'd say like, like 50% or something like that. Alex Smith, he had like, I think he had a career high in uh, pass attempts last week too, if I'm not mistaken. He had, shit, I don't, I don't have it in front of me. I really should have this stuff in front of me before I start talking. But um, I like him against Houston this week. Um, um, McCown. Well, no, you know oh, what? That's, not, that's a that's super deep there, yes, buddy. I mean, I, but not against Baltimore. I, I'm gonna take that back. <laughs> um, for I your, like Tan, I like uh, for your Alex Smith stats. Uh, they played. They did play San Diego, but it he was 34 for 48. Yeah, he's he, that's that's insane. 48, Three, 363 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Um, and he had you know he got that rushing touchdown. Which helped him out, uh, but I mean, seventy percent completion rate. 
you got to also look at the uh, defense they played, which was San Diego, yeah. who completely melted down. <laughs> yeah. Um, you get pretty deep in here. And they're playing Houston, so you, you feel good about Alex Smith at Houston? Yeah. I mean, if you're – okay. I mean, Matt, making the matchup. I guess – if all right, a guy like Matt Ryan, clearly, Oakland. Look at what Drew Brees did. I mean, he's Drew Brees, and Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan. Um, uh, I like Matt Ryan. I like Garoppolo against Miami, uh, at, at home against Miami. Uh, Dalton against Pittsburgh. That could turn into a shootout. Now, these some of these are good defenses. I just – I'm not buying into a one-week, uh, you know – a one-week performance performance from a defense that was good. You know, you wait a little while to know <clears throat> to know what it's truly going to be. Um, I mean, but this is just streaming options. Uh, Joe Flacco, uh, he's not owned. Hey, now you can't go off and name like a fifth of the hey, man, sorry, I'm just I'm man. just throwing out names. You, okay, you go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> I'm fucking just saying. My fucking bad. I'm just saying, buddy. I was just looking over the list, and I was, you know, I know. The guy, the question was he wanted us to name a few, but like let's just let's just hit on one, Daniel. I'm not scolding you right now. Don't feel bad. Um, so I'm not gonna name you didn't name your main guy, right? Hot take. I like Aaron Rodgers this week. <laughs> hot take, hot take. Get up while it's hot. Uh Cam Newton um <laughs> is available in a lot of leagues. <laughs> no, uh Okay, well since <laughs> you named all these damn quarterbacks, did you say Flacco? <laughs> Mm. I said his name, but I didn't go into detail. You okay. Can... Well, I'll say Flacco, um, because you know they're. God damn it, dude! <laughs> Throwing me off. All right, they're at Cleveland on the road, but uh. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> God damn it! I love watching him squirm, y'all. Y'all should see him right now. He's I a little am, drunk. I He's am, been drinking whiskey all night. I am squirming. I'm a little drunk, and never mind. All right, so Flacco, let me tell you about this guy. He's owned in 28% of Yahoo leagues, and he's got a new, not a new weapon, but a uh, a rejuvenated weapon in uh, Mike Wallace. It's his first year there, isn't it? Oh, it is, because he was in fucking... uh, uh, Miami? No, the Vikings last year, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Flacco's known as like one of the best deep ball throwers in the game Mike Wallace hang on my throat's getting dry Jesus I need a whiskey drink I don't think people really care at this point if we kind of fuck up <laughs> um, if, if you're listening in uh, listening, listening in, in uh, 30 minutes into it you're hanging out we're already 30 minutes in yeah man holy shit so Flacco best not the best, but one of the best deep ball throwers in the game. Got Mike Wallace coming along. Uh, should have a very solid game against Cleveland. Um, I don't think Joe Hayden will cover Mike Wallace, but I think he'll be on Diggs. I mean, not Diggs. Uh, fucking Aiken, maybe. I don't, I don't know so. if I don't know if Hayden shadows. No, oh, he does shadow. Fuck I think, me, I think, man. I think he would be on either Smith or. Really, I don't think Smith's gonna do much. I yeah. think he's like he's like the Calvin Johnson decoy. Hayden probably would be in <clears throat> Steve Smith. Um, I mean Flacco had a solid game last week. I wouldn't be uh, too hesitant to uh, pop him in my lineup this week. No, he's a good one. But I will save my I'll save my best streaming option for a little bit later in we'll, the show. Yeah, we'll get back to that. 
Daniel's um, doing the same thing. Um, all right, I'm gonna read this. Well, this is, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna phrase this one differently right here. Um, I'm gonna give you three names. Okay, you're and giving me three names. You're looking at them yourself, but am I out of these guys? <laughs> and don't be biased because I know you own one of them, and I think I spelled his name wrong. But out of these three guys, who do you like the most? Okay. Two of them are rookies. One is a second-year player, but he didn't play last year, right. as you informed me. Eli Rogers, lucky touchdown against um, Washington, but he still caught one. He had a good game regardless. That, that was pretty much as lucky as it gets, yes. <laughs> uh, Will Fuller mm-hmm. and Tajay Sharp. Out of the, All three of these guys had fantastic week ones last week. Right. Um, who do you like the most? Out of Eli Rogers, Tajay Sharp, and uh, Will Fuller. Yeah. Um, I think I will take uh, out of those three. I'll take Will Fuller. Yeah, that's an easy one for me. It's not easy for me. Um, most weeks, I would say Sharp, Tajay Sharp. Eleven targets. Eleven hey, targets over. Are you DeAndre talking about? Hopkins. Are you talking about Fuller or yes. Sharp? Because they both had eleven targets. Oh, you're right. <laughs> hey, man. But okay. Well, then again, I guess I would. My next question would be quarterback. <laughs> you got Mariota. Or Brock Osweiler, <laughs> who do you like more? <laughs> well, uh, that ties into my uh, QB streaming oh, okay. option of the week, All but right. I won't get into it yet. Um, I, the only issue, I would say Tajay Sharp, but the only issue with uh, him is he's going up against Darius Slay, who will shadow him. And uh, he, he Darius Slay is a top 10 cornerback, in my opinion, and he does shadow wide receiver ones. But... The Lions but, gave up 385 yards passing last week. Right. Now, I know that was to Andrew Luck, and yeah. Marcus Mariota is not Andrew Luck, but he's in the same ilk. In the same ilk? <laughs> yeah. Mobile. Um, mobile. But uh, what, was, what was T.Y. Hilton's stat line last week? Man, you know I don't have this fucking... I don't have it either, man. Wait, what happened to my thing? Uh-oh. Here, I got you, boy. I got you, what's baby. That web- oh, what's that website called? I it's uh, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. Shit, it disappeared. I got it coming up. I'm looking at Ty Hilton. Uh, da, 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 da. There it is. Dead air. Dead is, air. Is dead Jack air. Doyle? Um, <laughs> Indianapolis's wide receiver one. There's Ew. two touchdowns though. Ew. Yeah, but he had three. He had three catches. <laughs> That's a Tyler Eifert esque right there. <laughs> so he had um okay, Hilton had twelve targets, six receptions, seventy nine yards. So Slay shut him down pretty good. And that's that's kinda like along the same lines of the of Tajay Sharp's week one. Um, stat line like he had 11 targets 7 receptions for 78 yards I think 76 76 <clears throat> yeah um, which is it's a, it's a good game in PPR and but I you know Will Fuller it's 14 and a half points Will Fuller uh, he, he caught 5 catches from his 11 targets had over 100 yards and is in a touchdown yeah. and I think uh, Hopkins will take so much attention away from the defense yeah, um, I really like Will Fuller. Yeah, the name I didn't even know about until you know maybe two or three weeks ago, but yeah, unfortunately I have him in zero leagues. Yeah, me too. 
He might be uh, the best rookie wide receiver at the end of the year. I think so, too. A lot of people got Sterling Shepard pegged as that guy, mm. as the number one rookie. But I All think right. it might be Fuller. All right, so last questions are done. Do we have our, our, our guys, our starts? We're gonna, we've been alluding to it. All for the for the beginning of this episode. Well, thirty minutes into the episode. Um, yeah. Do you wanna Do you wanna go first, or you want me to go first? Uh, you go for it, man. You got your starts. Mine's, of the mine's week. pretty easy. I'm just gonna I'm gonna do, we'll do them one at a time. I'll do my quarterback, then you do yours. We'll do it like that. All right. You don't necessarily have to spend a ton of time on it because I'm not gonna spend a ton of time on this guy. I just like him a lot this week. Um, and it might not look like a a, a tasty matchup on paper. Hey. Real quick, mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt you. Jesus, no need, wow. no need to wow. rush. We're only wow. thirty-five minutes in. No, I know, but I mean, like, I <clears throat> when it comes to this particular guy, I don't have a lot of statistical analysis to back up <clears throat> how I feel about him. I just have a good feeling. He likes but, crab legs. Yeah. Well, thanks for you didn't bury the lead there, buddy. Um, Everybody likes crab legs, so that's true. To be honest, um, to be honest, man. Like I said, it doesn't necessarily look like. A really favorable matchup on paper because it's it's in Arizona, but I like Jameis Winston, and for the sole purpose, the guy had four touchdowns last week. He got one. He got one gift from Charles Sims, helped him out with a dirty cut move, and then just like oh. barreled his way to the end zone. That, that was that was like that was a play um, of the week for me. That was like the 2011 hit stick on yeah. NCAA. <clears throat> yeah, you just fucking flick it right, <laughs> and they immediately cut. <laughs> Unlike Madden 2017, where nothing happens when you hit the hit stick. Wow, man. Sorry. Hot takes I'm on Madden 2 to 2017. I'm still salty. Um, well, you won. Fuck you. Um, he had four touchdowns and 281 yards. Uh, in just the game that Garoppolo had, and I horribly misspelled Garoppolo's name on this. I'm looking at that now. Um, <laughs> hang on. Just, hang on, hang on, hang on. You spelled it. G R A G A R A P P O L O. Garapapolo. That's pretty much how he's. G A R A P P O L O. Garapapolo. But. <laughs> it looks like Garoppolo. It could be Garoppolo. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're like. Never mind. I won't say anything offensive. If you're half retarded and hey, just learning whoa, to read. Whoa, 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 whoa. With the artwork, oh, bro. Do I need, do I need to stop the podcast and delete it? No. Um, you're a polo. But the game, the game Garoppolo had against them, I mean, he, he doesn't have a ton of experience. I mean, he's first game as a starter, and uh, he he looked like a, like a poised Pro Bowl-esque quarterback against that supposedly intimidating – um, Arizona defense, front seven, DBs, everything about that team is great. Um, their defense side of the ball is great. It's supposed to be one of the best teams. It's supposed to be the best team in the NFL. Um, so I like Jameis Winston. He looks – he just – I think he's got his shit together. I don't think the sophomore thing is going to hit him. I could be completely wrong, but I love him this week. And that's pretty much it. I like him for maybe, you know, uh, maybe the same yards, touchdown or two less. I think he's going to run a, uh, run a little bit. Um um, yeah, I just I like at, him. I think at some point, uh, Tampa Bay is gonna give him a little bit more rushing opportunities. Yeah, because he's, he's got that. He's got that part of his game. Use it at Florida State, and they haven't yeah. necessarily utilized it a lot in Tampa Bay. And but I the think weird, the weird thing about Winston is like when I I would watch him in uh, college in his college games, 
um, or when I watched him at college in general. Um, I don't know. I tried to say something creepy, but it didn't come off that way. Yeah, um, he didn't. He didn't come everybody. off as like a, a Russian quarterback. Like he didn't look fast. No, he's just. Mobile. But he, he was just like a fake. He's like yeah. a Aaron Rodgers. Well, yeah. I don't mean to say Jameis Winston is Aaron Rodgers, but no, mean like, he can run like yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Like deceptively fast. Yeah, he can escape the pocket yeah. and you know make a. Uh, what, ben Roethlisberger uh, is probably a better. Uh, I think that's a lot uh, of the comparison he got when coming out of college. Ben uh, Roethlisberger. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Roethlisberger just somehow avoids sacks and tackles in general, and then he he doesn't really rush too well. But um, I don't know. Winston he elusiveness. Would pull off, yeah, elusivity. Is I that think a it's word? Elusiveness. Elusivity. Uh, Jameis Winston has a high elusivity. I'm gonna need skill. you to shut the fuck up he, and just tell me your the, quarterback start. Oh, my QB start. Yeah. Wait, but then that delves into. Am I getting into my um? Yeah. Am I getting into my DK lineup? No, we're doing our starts. Okay. All right. So you my, think we're gonna stop one segment to go, just to go to your DK yeah, stuff? Yeah, that's the thing, man. I don't know how we're doing the segments. All right, so we're gonna do. It's, it's one an court. obvious play. <laughs> it's an obvious play here, but I think the number one uh, quarterback point scorer this week will be Cam Newton. Cam Newton against San Francisco. Wow, guys, hot take there. It's not a hot take. It's not a hot take, but it is. He is my start of the week. Um, you know the Panthers have had ten days to rest. Uh, San Francisco's coming off their uh, trouncing of uh, <laughs> the lowly LA Rams. Um, I mean, they just destroyed those guys. So they're probably feeling all high and mighty, feeling good. Rolling into Carolina in Charlotte, um, so Cam Newton, he he went up against a decent defense last week, uh, the Denver Broncos, um, and they didn't. I wouldn't even say they got their ass kicked. They barely lost the game, um, and Cam. Well, Newton, Cam got his ass kicked. It, yeah, he <laughs> he got about five or six helmets to the fucking his helmet. <laughs> I mean, that was that was. I know it was a big deal. Um, NFL, like we well, saw with Tyrod Taylor, the reason why Ed Hockley took out Tyrod Taylor out of the game was because all the flag they got for not doing anything about Cam on uh, last Thursday. Yeah, if only Ed Hockley could officiate every game, man. I wish Ed Hockley was my dad. Yeah, me too, man. Like he wouldn't have left. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's got such great biceps. Whoa, 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 whoa! We can't <laughs> skip over that. <laughs> I might have to edit that out. I don't know if my dad listens to this or not. He's not going to listen to this. Probably not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like Brian's said, a good guy. <laughs> uh, Cam did get like wrecked. Yeah. Like, the Darian Stewart, another South Carolina boy, just trying to hurt somebody. I mean, it, it was pretty, like semi atrocious. Um, but yeah, Cam Newton's start of the week. I wouldn't say start of the week because if you got him, you're starting him. But I think he's the number one quarterback. You like, you like him for points this week. Yeah, he's he's going to be the top uh, QB this week in my mind. Cool. Um, what about your receiver? My receiver. You got yours lined up? Mm-hmm. I'll let you say yours first. Um, it's uh, Michael Crabtree versus Atlanta. It's home. Um, 
He was he went seven he went <clears throat> seven catches on nine targets for eighty seven yards, no touchdowns, but he did have that game winning two point conversion. And the reason I say this, I mean he's 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 never been he's never been ideal when you when you're making your picks. For some reason that name Crabtree. I mean he was so good in college at Texas Tech and then all the stuff happened with him coming into the NFL for whatever reason that all his hype kind of kind of dogged off a little bit but I mean he was making tough catches contested catches in congested areas all day um, uh, people he's, don't think he's, about he's, Crabtree he, not really because I'm already Cooper but he's setting up nicely as that number two to Cooper and that, in an offense that I think is going to be in the top ten this year right. top six seven in my opinion because mm-hmm. um, Derek Carr in my opinion is a real deal as well um, I think he has high-end wide receiver two potential this week, and Atlanta's defense is bad. You saw it last week against um, uh, Tampa Bay. The reason why I like Jameis Winston, um, uh, Jameis Winston made him, Jameis Winston and those receivers um, made him look bad. And I think uh, I think Oakland has a lot of the same opportunity this week. Um, they're going to get it done on the ground and through the air. I like it. I like. I think Atlanta. I think it's another. Uh, Barn burner, much like it was last week. Um, another I'm high spread. You, man, like Carr, you mentioned Carr. I think uh, he's he's started be, him last week, man. He's gonna be uh, next ten years. Like he yeah. should be like a mainstay in people's yeah. fantasy. No, he'll lineups. be he'll be you know he'll get there to where you know some of these guys will fade away. You know, like your Brady's and your Roethlisberger's. They don't. They're not long. Tom Brady them. will never fade away. <laughs> He's got Giselle as his guiding light. He's got the shittiest haircut. Uh, did you say? The, did you see the fake Brady in Arizona? No. <laughs> Tell me about it was the a, fake Brady it was in Arizona. A, the most realistic mask I've ever seen. Oh, was it like scary realistic? Yeah, it looked uh, like him. I'll have to Google that after the show. I'm don't, gonna do it for don't, you. Don't no, do I'm, it. I'm doing okay. it for you right well, now. You can do it after. Um, are you done with your wide yeah, receiver? No, Michael Crabtree. I think he's a he's a lock for. I want to say five, six catches, 90 yards, and a score. That's what I like him for this week. Five, six catches, 90 yards, and a score. Yeah. That's high-end wide receiver, too. That's a hot take coming from Daniel Maddox. That's not a hot take. That's just like you should know that. That's common sense coming from Daniel Maddox. All right, so my wide receiver start of the week, I'll go a little bit – I'll get a little bit riskier than I did with my quarterback. Um, I'm going – the young boy Alan Hearns, um, Jacksonville's playing San Diego. Uh, Bortles should have a pretty nice game. I'm starting him in me and Daniel's league this week uh, over Andrew Luck. Uh, so, you know, you got to figure, obviously, Alan Robinson is that number one in Jacksonville. He's I mean, that boy. He, he saw, what, 15 targets last week? Hang on, Daniel's showing me the, the guy. <laughs> oh my god! It looks, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, you get you gotta post that on uh, our Twitter or something. Oh my god! Oh, that'll be our first tweet. That, it literally looks like someone skinned Tom Brady's That's face really is wearing it. That's really weird. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be burnt into my mind for uh, <laughs> try masturbating now. About <laughs> I'm gonna have to drink the rest of that whiskey bottle <laughs> to forget about that. But Alan Hearns is my wide receiver star of the week. Um, Jacksonville going against San Diego. Uh, San Diego is, you know, 
so far this year and through one game and all of last year have they're known for having a pretty poultry defense am i using poultry no that's chicken poultry (laughs) poultry is poultry the right i don't know a terrible defense but poultry is chicken yeah i know (laughs) they Um, have a chicken defense (laughs) hey that could work they have a chicken shit defense (laughs) except for their number one corner jason barrett uh top three corner he's a cover corner he will cover Allen robinson the whole game um most likely Uh, he'll cover him 80 90 percent of the snaps Allen hearn saw five targets last week he got he caught four of them for 75 yards not terrible not a bad stat line at all um how many targets did Allen robinson have again i just want you to say it uh, uh, 15 it was it he is number one in the league after week one in targets how many catches not many I mean, let me know. I five, mean, I think it's five. <laughs> so pretty had, disappointing. He had one more catch than uh, Alan Hearns. Blake, yeah, I know. So that's my boy, Alan Hearns, and uh, the over/under in that game is uh, forty-seven. It's the third. Uh, no, it's the fourth highest over/under. Um, and San Diego is favored, so you got to figure it is in San Diego. It should be a, a mini shootout. Yeah, not the highest scoring. Game of the week, most likely. I like it. Derek Carr, Phillip Rivers. I, I like it. I like it. Uh, I think it'd be an entertaining game. I had to work a burp <clears throat> out, but it's not coming. Unlike Thomas Rawls this week, he's dropping a huge load. He's just going to be <laughs> just dumping loads. He's going to have a huge load, man. Um, all right, so we, <laughs> let's move on to your next startup of the week, Daniel Maddox. Wow, man. You were so animated. Why? I, th- I think it's um, the alcohol. Or, is it? Or maybe it's because uh, I it? quit my shitty job today. <laughs> but we won't get into that. See your, maybe it's something else. See your itchy arm with all that fiberglass in it right now. Yeah, fuck insulation. Anyway. Um, anyway, yeah. This isn't um, a... This isn't a oh, is, am I going for the running back or you want to go? Oh, you're going, my okay. boy. I'm going to go. You're going, um, my man. <laughs> your boy. You're my boy. Am I um, your boy? This is uh this is easy for me. Oh, these these are all easy for me. Easy. 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 This is a guy that if you didn't draft him, if you skipped on him because he's small and he's white, then you fucked up. Cause top three PPR running back last year, Danny Woodhead. He outsnapped. He outsnapped anyway, he outsnapped. <laughs> Damn, you're I'm so excited over I'm, this I'm so, guy. He's, I don't know if anybody knows who it is. I said Danny Woodhead. Oh, Daniel's got a crush on him. He's getting so flustered. It's not because we share a name. His his face is getting red. Mm. His dick is getting erect. <laughs> Whoa! I can see it from under the table. Oh, you, <laughs> there you, it is. There it is. Wish we had a sound drop for <laughs> erect penises over the guys. Um, one day he had 50 snaps versus Melvin Gordon's 23. Now it didn't help Gordon that Keenan Allen went out in the first half, but he also he also outtouched Melvin Gordon twenty one to fourteen. Melvin Gordon hit Melvin Gordon had zero targets the entire game. Not a not in competition for um, any passes, any receptions or anything like that. Um, Allen, I mean, with what with Allen gone, Woodhead is the beneficiary of uh, that ACL tear. As unfortunate as it was, uh, I think he had. Um, I think he had six catches and a score off that. 
I want to say he had six catches. I should have wrote this down. Thought I had it written down, but I don't. But yeah, I'm sorry, um, man. I'm doing my own thing over here. But I, but I, I, I like him. I like him. Uh, just uh, he's one. He's one of my top out of all the running backs you so, can play this week. He is my one of my top running backs this week. So if we did if we did fucking rankings, he would be you know two or three. Oh, so obviously we play uh, mostly PPR. Okay, well myself, I'm in three main three leagues: one full PPR, which is me and Daniel's league; one half, and one standard. Where would you rank Danny Woodhead between PPR and standard? Oh, okay, that's well. I don't see him getting in a PPR what, league. He had 16 carries or 18 carries this past week. I think it was 16, which was his career high in the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was 16 or 18. You don't need to look it up. No, I was looking it up for something else. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, he, in all likelihood, he's not going to see more than 10 carries in the game. I mean, Melvin Ingram got off to... I mean, he got two touchdowns off of uh, like a dozen carries or something wait, wait, like wait. that. Melvin Gordon? Yeah. <laughs> you said Melvin Ingram. Oh, my bad. <laughs> South Carolina. You got South Carolina on the brain, man. You got Gamecocks on the brain right now. That is game day tomorrow. Well, in a 12 hours. Yeah. Um, Melvin Gordon, uh, two touchdowns. Like San Diego, I, I think, I don't know what they have against him. They might have something against him, but he looked good. 16 rushes for 89 yards. For Woodhead? Yeah. And, well, you don't have 5.6 uh, a carry, bro. I mean, that's just like. I don't see that well, happening. Well, that's surprising. Like yeah. five point six yards game, per carry. They just game planned around him for that, and I don't. I don't see much of that changing. I don't necessarily see sixteen carries coming his way because no. that's that's a little ridiculous I, for a guy who's like five four. <laughs> I, I think what they're gonna do um, is they're probably gonna give uh, Melvin Gordon maybe about fifteen carries a game. He's not gonna be catching passes. Obviously, no, he's when they like, got head. No, he had seven but, targets and five receptions. About for thirty-one yards in the last game. I'd say about eight to twelve carries for Woodhead, and uh, projecting like five to six catches per game from here on out would be a pretty fair <clears throat> assumption. I know this is a little ridiculous to say, even after Melvin Gordon had his little coming out party and scored two touchdowns. I'm not worried about Melvin Gordon doing anything as far as taking away from Danny Danny Woodhead's value. I think he is proved. Before he did it last year, finished in the top three in, in PPR leagues. Uh, versus standard, I mean, he, th- you know, he had five catches, the thirty-one yards. That's still three points. I mean, it doesn't hurt you. I mean, he had in standard leagues, he still had double-digit fantasy points. So it doesn't matter. And I, I see him doing that more weeks than not. Well, like I asked before, uh, where would you rank, uh, rank Woodhead in PPR versus standard? Um. If we're like doing, if we're doing twelve, you know, uh, for the standard being like say twelve teams, I would rank him easily top five in PP in PPR this week. Uh, yeah, playing. I mean, Jacksonville's defense better, but they're. I mean, I don't. I don't. You put they don't Woodhead scare me. in your top five this week. Yeah, in PPR. Yes. I mean, I know it's PPR, but yes. Okay. And standard, uh, just outside of the, uh, out of ORB one this week. Wow. Maybe say like. Maybe say because I don't see the the script necessarily moving in the same direction because they had to they were they were winning for they were up big in the beginning of that game then ended up Kansas City came back and beat them um, they they needed I mean, him they needed him late and I don't necessarily think that 
I, I gotta shoot down, man. Like Woodhead is not a uh, top five standard uh, RB. I didn't fan. say he was a standard in top five. I said I uh, put him out RB one. I said in PPR he's a top five. And standard, in standard he's outside of, of he's outside of the top twelve. I say he finishes at like oh, okay. maybe fifteenth or something this My week. My bad, I'm drunk. Yeah. Oh, don't look at me like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're a real piece Fucking of shit. Glance like that, man. Wow, man, this is like we've we we are. This is the this is the worst show we've ever done. No, that's all right. <laughs> all right, what's your running back? <clears throat> oh shit, I had him. Um, oh no. Oh, uh, T.J. Yeldon. Um, no Chris Ivory. They're going up against San Diego. Punch him in your lineup. <laughs> Easy. Wow. I won't, I won't fucking jerk off over T.J. Yeldon like Daniel just jerked off over Danny Woodhead. Hey man, Danny Woodhead, Chris Hogan. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Chris Hogan, like he he kind of lived up to the hype train that you yeah, yeah he, that you he were had three catches on. Yeah, three catches. Was it only three? Yeah, I think it was only three. Well, one of them was a touchdown, which well, matters it was a, a thirty lot. plus yard touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, T.J. Yeldon, uh, if you got him, start him. I think he's a a solid mid range RB two, standard Diego, and yeah. could be a high end RB two in PPR. Uh, he just saw he's going to get a big workload. I mean, they uh, what's what's the guy's name? Fucking uh, the Michigan guy, uh, Robinson. Denard. Denard Robinson. Yeah, he he was like that dude a couple years ago. Um, he, he's still there. Yeah, I know. Um, he he only saw like four touches last week, but T.J. Yeldon's going to get the workload. Plenty of touches. Plenty. Well, I wouldn't say plenty of targets, but he should see. Five, six targets, easy. And do catch you, four or five balls. Do you have a... And a decent you, shot at a touchdown. Do you have a tight end that you like <clears throat> for your start? Uh, I think we both agree on the tight end. Oh, so it's Gary um, Barnage for but, you? Yeah, I mean, I got another guy. Okay. Oh, right, you well, talk about Barnkowski. <laughs> no, you don't like the Rob Gronkowski. I don't like... I like image. Gronkowski. I don't like the G-R-O-N-K. I'm not even going to say it. I don't like the combination of letters. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't even get into it, man. It disgusts me. I don't me. even understand. It, it, for why no other it thing, it's just it's just you. the way it hits my ears. I just it's Daniel like, doesn't ugh. like the nickname Gronk or uh, Gronkowski. I don't like it. Uh, anyway, uh, ty- uh, uh, for tight end this week, I like Gary Barnage versus Baltimore. He's had last year 230 yards and two touchdowns against the Ravens. Um, that was with, of course, Josh McCown at the quarterback, and Josh McCown will be the quarterback this week. Got to have a better week, especially with McCown back. Like I just said. And I'll give you a little stat line for you. Um, Ooh. Stat line, a uh, little deep numbers, deep cuts on the numbers with McCown versus without McCown. Um, Gary Barnage was good. Base stat line with McCown for five catches, 80 yards, and almost a full touchdown. You know how the stat, you know, when they stat it out, you can have .75 touchdowns or whatever a game. Right, right. But without, so with him, five, 80 and uh, .75, just round that up to give him a touchdown, basically a game. Um, without him, four catches, 50 yards, .38 touchdown. Touchdown's a game. Mm. It's weird to say, but like the you can look and see uh, almost astronomical. You know, uh, a catch less, 30 less yards, and a, basically a full touchdown less without him. And he put up a big fucking fat goose egg last week. I don't think... <laughs> 
I don't think any. I don't think he should jump ship on Barnage yet. The guy proved he can be uh, uh, perfectly wonderful tight end in a in a in a in a, uh, a position that is so hard to judge. I mean, Tyler Eifert was one of the best last year with 14 touchdowns, but a lot of those games was you know were two three catches, but both of those are all of those catches were touchdowns. Right, you know, he'd have twenty, thirty yards, but three touchdowns, something like that. That's where you, that's where you make your money on the tight end. And I think, tight end, I think this this week, I could see Barnage making a big comeback somewhere. You know, five catches, four catches, seventy yards in a score, maybe two. I like him for two touchdowns this week, actually. Yeah, I mean, they they McCown always looked at him in the red zone. He, yeah, he was. I mean, they, and when Josh Ward isn't back yet. for a reason because he last year he just came on so strong. Yeah, but you like him for the pretty much the same reasons, right? Oh yeah. So you no don't doubt. Have, we don't really have to go into that. Nope. But you have another guy, right? I got a guy. I got a guy. Uh, I, I was deciding between two guys, but uh, I'm going to go with Jesse James. Ooh. Um. <laughs> 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 the lamest fucking thing I've ever done in my life. Uh, I'm gonna regret listening back to that. I'll I'll edit that pew pew out. <laughs> no, don't leave it. <laughs> pew pew. No, but uh, Jesse James, uh, you know, uh, Roethlisberger looked at him over the middle of the field, a uh, decent amount between between him and uh, Eli Rogers. Like they picked up a little bit of slack from uh, Heath Miller and No Martavis Bryant. Mm-hmm. Um, with that Pittsburgh offense, like you know, uh, the majority of it is going to run through An- Antonio Brown and D'Angelo Williams for now until mm-hmm. Le'Veon comes back. But when they get in the red zone, obviously people know to shut down AB if they can. But he's pretty much unstoppable. Another another thing about Jesse James is he's six 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 seven. Yeah, he's six foot six. Huge. Um, and I think he saw six targets, uh, six or seven targets uh, on Monday Night Football. Yeah. And he caught four of them. Um, I don't have the... I think it was like 40-something yards. He yeah. didn't, he didn't, I mean, he had, he had a pretty good game. I mean, if you have him, PPR is obviously better. Not impressive in standard. But, I mean, as far as tight ends go, it's pretty solid. If yeah. he'd have scored, it would made all the difference in the yeah. world. I mean, it was kind of a tough matchup. I mean, Washington D isn't that great, but they're pretty decent against tight ends. Yeah. Um, but you know, on I, I remember watching like on downs that mattered where they needed to get a first down, they looked uh, towards Jesse James a couple times, and you know he's he's available in most leagues, easy to pick up and start if you had a guy like uh, who dis you know Gronk might sit out again mm-hmm. this week. Um, uh, uh, Colby Fleener. I like Kobe. This no, but week. he disappointed. Oh yeah, he disappointed. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, Jesse James should be a pretty good contributor this year. All right. And do you have a? We don't do kickers. This is a strictly no kickers podcast because fuck them. And um, you have a defense you like this week? Mm. Just for the fuck of it. I mean, New England, Baltimore. Yeah. That that would have been my other one. Yep. Um, all right, so we're moving on from that. We got our; those are our picks. Um, hopefully, they work out. If you if you if you if you take our advice, you don't have to. Doesn't matter. But <laughs> we're at an hour and two minutes. Holy shit! Way. Are you kidding me? Nope. All right, this one's gonna run long, I guess. 
We'll, we'll maybe That'll be all right. Hopefully we'll just brief. People, we got a couple of. Um, hopefully, people look check their podcast on Saturday and yeah. Well, you got a full day to listen to it. Um, a half a day at least, and then the mornings before games. Um, we got uh, a couple of questions uh, about. Where are you going? I'm going to take a piss real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right. Uh, then I'll do this myself. I'll do the first one myself. We got a couple of questions about, um, what is this, trades? We have three three trade trade questions and then um, uh, then a couple of uh, uh, commissioner league stuff about voting or uh, vetoes and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> I'll get into the first... Let me get to the first, uh, sorry, I'm stumbling. When, when Ryan's not here and he has to go pee with his little pit, with his little penis, he, uh, he distracts me, leaves me all by myself without letting me know anything. Um, so here we go. First trade question from a, <laughs> a Redditor, <laughs> a Reddit user's name is, uh, name is Fox2Com69. <laughs> this cracked me up. This tickled me a lot. Um, all right, his uh, he's got he's in a twelve team PPR. Uh, he's got Ben Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback, Mike Evans, Jarvis Landry, Willie Sneed, Marcus Wheaton, Nelson Aguilar at wide receiver, uh, running back, uh, Duke Johnson. I'm assuming that's Duke Johnson, or Dave, no David Johnson, uh, Lashawn McCoy, D'Angelo Williams, Danny Woodhead, Art Rashad Jennings. Holy shit. At tight end, this goes back to what we were just talking about. Gary Barnage, Jesse James, uh, his kicker is whoever. Uh, he has Houston's defense. He's saying he, someone wants to trade him Alshon Jeffrey for Danny Woodhead straight up. And he asks, am I crazy if I don't take this deal? I think Danny could be a legit top five PPR this back this year. Um he has he has uh, David Johnson and LaShawn McCoy and and D'Angelo Williams, and he's good for at least another two weeks. Um, well, yeah, two weeks. Um, All right, I'm back from pissing. Which uh, trade are we talking about? The the, the top first one, yeah, the first one. Yeah, he's he's saying that someone wants to give him Alshon for Danny Woodhead. He's got Mar, uh, Mike Evans, uh, Jarvis Landry, and Willie Sneed as his top three. He's got Wheaton and Aguilar. Um, but his running backs are David Johnson, LaShawn McCoy, D'Angelo Williams, Woodhead, and Jennings, and he wants they want Woodhead for Jeffrey. They're mm. going to give him Jeffrey for Woodhead, and I think you take it. I know I, I'm, I like you heard me. You heard me rant and rave over Danny Woodhead, but what you have? Yeah, I'd, I'd say get yeah because you, you could get you could you could lock up your receiving core like I mean having. <laughs> Having Alshon Jeffrey, Mike Evans, Jarvis Landry, and Sneed, who, for all intents and purposes, um, I yeah, know I know people say he, he this he, guy's he, good at running back in PPR. Yeah, and I think at so. Twelve teamer, yeah. like this guy's team is incredible, and uh, he Willie Sneed is his third, uh, yeah. his wide receiver three. Yeah, which you know, I, me and you both expect him to have a good year. Um, um yeah. but Jeffrey could be easily if he stays healthy, plays He's, sixteen games. Top five. He could be uh, – he has and that so potential. And so could Evans and Landry if he catches a couple touchdowns. He could easily move up to that top. Yeah, I'd, I'd say take the – Yeah, I would you have, take that. You have enough depth at uh, running back to take that trade. And then and then potentially you can use one of these other guys like Landry or Sneed as <laughs> – Did, 
trade bait and yeah. get a get a, a another running back too. Did but you, you have this David. Guy's, did you say this guy's yeah, name? Fucks to come, yeah. But he has David Johnson and LaShawn McCoy and D'Angelo Williams for another two weeks. Like I think you're fucking good. I think you're gonna yeah, dominate. Fine. No, yeah, no need to yeah, like yeah. stay on that. Like no. just take Jeffrey. No, yeah, take Jeffrey. Um, you want to read the next one? Yeah, it's eighteen, uh, eight eighteen half PPR. This is uh, the guy's team quarterback Stafford. He's got Julio. Ob. Wait, uh, real quick before you do that, so you don't get confused. The actual question part is on the next page. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, his team is Stafford, Julio, OBJ, Ty, Tajay Sharp. How do you get Julio and Odo Beckham? It's eight team. Oh, I, well, okay. But still, yeah, how do you get... I, I don't know. Draft him with idiots. He's got Lamar Miller also. Maybe there's a keeper? There's no way this is a legitimate team. Even an eight-man. He's got Julio, OBJ. He's got Lamar Miller and Zeke. And I think maybe, maybe he had keepers. I, I want to skip this question because... But maybe... He had, but read the question. But read the question. I'm trying to trade... Spencer Ware to the Jamal Charles owner, trying to get an upgrade at wide receiver. Oh, okay. He has Hopkins, Robinson, Cooper, and Evans. What should I offer him? I was thinking Ware and Sharp for Evans or Cooper. No, yeah. he's not going to take that. Um, uh, I don't want to answer this question. It's it's too weird. Like the team is too yeah. too stacked. I'm skipping it. Yeah, skip that one. Um, I'll I'll read this next one off. Um, Not that there's anything wrong with eight men leads. No, it's eight, just eight men leads. That, but that's just that weird. team seems way too op. The only thing I could think is that maybe some of those were keepers. May maybe, but like Julio Odell that. Beckham, one of those are keepers. Um, uh, yeah, just uh, move on to the next one. Okay. Um, because yeah, that's that's just too weird, yeah. too crazy, too um, out there, too wild. Um. Um. Uh, the next one comes in from the foot is constant. All these are Reddit usernames. Um, and he's in a, a, a half point uh, PPR, half point per reception, twelve man league. He says he can get Charles and Kelsey and give away Latavius Murray and uh, Jordan Matthews. He says he has. I have Ware on my bench, and my tight end is Jesse James. Um, would you do that? Just straight up. There's no. There's nothing else there. No more of his team or anything like that. Um, wait, no. That's not his foot is constant. That's a slow redditor. Sorry. Two what? Se- two, two separate things. That question comes in from a slow redditor. The foot is constant is the next thing. Oh. Um, but half point per reception, 12 manly. He gets Charles and Kelsey, gives away Latavius Murray and Jordan Matthews. He has Spencer Ware on his bench and his tight end is Jesse James. So he'd be getting an upgraded tight end, clearly. Right. He'd be giving away where with the uncertainty of Charles. But he's giving away a legit number two running back in Latavius Murray and a potential really good uh, a rejuvenated Jordan Matthews after last week. Would you take that trade? You said he was giving away where. He says uh, he has where on his bench. Oh shit, never mind. My bad. Um, so pretty much he's giving Murray and Jordan Matthews for Jamal Charles and Kelsey. Um, it all depends on if you want to take the risk on Jamal Charles. Um, I've seen he's close to 100%. But he has wear, so it's not like he's not risking much. He's just locking up that backfield. Yeah, if you want to lock up the back, I'd say, <clears throat> I'd know, say take I, it. I, I would take it. I yeah, would take I would. That. Because your tight end is like, okay, 
but Kelsey is I mean, on, Zeus. On Kansas City's bye week, you're kind of screwed at the RB position and tight end. Yeah. But just hang on to Jesse James, and if you got a, a backup RB that you can start in place in a week, I forget when their bye week is, but whenever Casey's yeah. bye week is, just Kelsey. I'd, I'd take that. I'd take that trade. Yeah. Um. Okay. So this next question, this guy, this is like a commissioner issue. Yeah. Um. And the, this is a redditor from uh, his username is the foot is constant. The foot is constant. Yeah. This He's, is the. This is what I got screwed up on last time. My bad. Yeah. That's all good. It's okay, Daniel. We all know you're uh, dumb as shit. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding, my boy, my man, my friend. He says, okay, big fucking issue here. Yahoo League. One of my team's managers went batshit, decided he was quitting, and dumped his entire roster for scrubs. I was able to block him from any further moves, and I added back his entire roster to avoid a waiver's fire sale. And and the foot is constant, asks two questions. Did I do the right thing, and am I able to replace his slot with a new manager if I can find one? Easy answer, both answers, yes. Yeah. You absolutely absolutely did the right thing. I don't think it's fair for anybody. It might it might piss a couple of people off in your league that, you know, maybe they saw this and they were making moves for some big big name guys. But it just that kinda that kinda that kinda tears down the integrity of a league if one guy goes who, rogue like Yeah, and just that. drops off you know, we had this problem in our first year in our league. We had eight men, and we didn't have any rules versus, you know, people, you know, dropping or paying for players and being all collusion-y. We didn't know anything about it, but... I'll be honest. In my first year, because Daniel's giving me the stink eye yeah, in it, my first year... It fucked year, me out of a championship <laughs> year one. Maybe. No, it, it did. It absolutely it, did. I did it, the numbers. You don't think I didn't, like, absolutely it, tally this shit up I know, to make man, sure? I know. I'm just egging you on a little bit in our first year... Of playing fantasy football in 2011, it was an eight-man league, so everybody's team was stacked, and it was Cam Newton's rookie year, and I had Cam Newton and uh, another good player or two, but I missed out on, on playoffs, and I pretty much auctioned off my team, my best players to Cam Newton was the one that fucked me. I auctioned off uh, Cam Newton basically twenty bucks for twenty dollars. Twenty to, bucks uh, cost me a title. To our buddy Rob, who was playing Daniel in the championship game, yep. and he went off in uh, week, no other week quarterback. 17. He scored the most points that particular week. If he'd have played but, any other quarterback, if I would have won. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're we're young but yeah, and going dumb back, in going, our fantasy football days. But going back to what this what this means for this particular <laughs> question, um, it's just it's not fair when because one player decides to quit and doesn't want to do it anymore. Everybody else can stack up if one particular person's you, paying attention. You did do the right thing, um, and you are able to replace. Yeah, if you uh, can find somebody, absolutely, just just give them the team. Well, I think he just doesn't know how to do it on Yahoo. Um, well, you can. It's it's in the if you're the commissioner, um, it's in the commissioner settings. It's it's something like uh, transfer ownership of yeah. the team. Just do if if you can't find it from the settings, uh, just do a quick Google search. You'll be able to. Yeah, find I'm sure it. it's in the FAQs. Yeah, yeah. T- you know, takes a couple of minutes. You'll be able to find it. All right. Um, <coughs> is this you? This yeah, I'll read one? this one. This is the. I think this is the last one. Yeah, this is the last, this is the last little question we have. Do um, we need to do the edits? Nah, we'll just the second one will work, and then the other one is. Well, we could just read them all. Um, this one is from a guy. His name is Rice Cracker. Seems pretty racist on two counts. 
Depends um, on how you look at it. Um, maybe he just likes rice crackers. That's true. Um, maybe you're the. He racist. says, "Hey, just one of y'all's thought thoughts on this. I was trading Doug Martin and Spencer Ware for his DeAndre Hopkins, so two running backs for a receiver, and it got vetoed because it would make my team stacked. That was two the reasoning. Stacked. Two stacked. Yeah. Well, he, yeah." He says, is this a legit reason to veto, or was this trade unfair? By the way, the other guy has Charles, so he wanted wear as well. Um, this is one of those things that like absolutely infuriates me to no end. As a commissioner of the league, we, in my league, Ryan being my co-commissioner, has been... I'm I'm like the main commissioner. <laughs> well, you do, you've do. done a lot of work. I mean, we it's fucking... It's, a, it's, yeah, it's, I'm just, it's like I'm hand in hand, like we shoulder to yeah. shoulder. We're, we got like... Our our dicks are touching whenever we commission our league. Bros. Like, yeah. Yeah, we're bros. And we and we've never I think this might have been in 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 play in some of the years, but I think once we got wind of what it meant, we got rid of it real quick. We nixed it because there's I think just, it was year two when we got rid of it. There's just no reason that other players in your league should be able to determine whether or not you make a trade or not. Like the reasoning here is because players and I'll read the rest of it. He said the commissioner vetoed the trade as well, not because it was unfair, but because he thought his team would be too stacked. And he even said, the, the commissioner of this particular league said, in, in his reasoning, asking about it, he said, your team would be too stacked and people can veto for whatever reason they want. And to me, that's like the most bullshit response to a trade I've ever heard in my life. Like, oh yeah, no if, doubt. if you and another guy come to terms on the trade and you both agree on this and that's what you want then you should be able to do that no matter what no nobody else in that league should be able to say hey i don't like this because it's not fair to my team hey guess what motherfucker you don't get to decide that because you could have trade you could have drafted those guys this is your fault you could try to make a trade there's no reason that anybody should be able to dictate what one player does with another one unless it's the commissioner and the only reason the commissioner should veto a trade I'm getting real political right now because I'm very, I feel very strongly about this. Is if it's clear collusion. If it's clear fucking collusion. If it's if it's obviously bullshit. Like we were what talking. What you know about collusion, Daniel? I know a decent amount <laughs> about collusion, but <clears throat> but like this is one of those instances I can't stand to see this shit happen. Vetoing amongst amongst like vetoing should be left up to commissioners and commissioners only. Well, I can see I can see like the difficulty in it in a lot of leagues because in plenty of leagues like people you know work leagues and stuff like that people don't designate a commissioner to have total control because you know maybe maybe it's more of a casual league or maybe people don't find a better league they don't completely trust the commissioner or two co-commissioners in our case um i mean it it can be a little a slippery slope whenever you want to decide on how vetoes work like um in our league me and daniel's league we will we Daniel can, and I in, in me and Daniel's league uh, <laughs> no you're using that incorrectly uh-huh. yes and, okay you say mine and Daniel's me and, me and Daniel's league doesn't sound right I'm gonna slap you in the face after the show <laughs> um, <laughs> in me and Daniel's league we're the we're the I like that stick into your guns man I like that we will uh, we will shoot down a trade if it's only if it's like clear collusion. But if I can it, tell you, in six years going on, we haven't had a trade yet this year. But five years of this league, we have never shot down a trade because of this. I mean, normally we'll uh, we'll like we'll just reach, reach out, out yeah. and text somebody. And Luckily, like, in our league, we're friends with everybody. If, if in ours. something's like borderline, yeah. but yeah, like like I was saying, like you know, many leagues like 
they don't have a commissioners who are like everybody's not good friends yeah. and have they don't have each other's numbers and stuff like that. So I can see a place for the veto system, um, but what it it gets abused is the main thing. Like, oh, this will make uh, the, in like week nine or week eight or week seven, whenever a team's like six and one or seven and zero oh or something like that. Um, if if a trade ends up making that seven and zero oh team look better, stronger, even though it benefits the other team. They'll be like, oh well, let's let's shoot this see, down. The, we only need four votes or see, five. See, that's votes. the thing is like, if just because you don't have confidence in your team doesn't mean you should shit on someone else's. Like, like I said before, you had the opportunity to yeah. get those players. You can you can you can make bids for trades. Um, I think the main thing we should address is is if you're one of those people who shoots down and vetoes trades like that. You're a piece if of that's shit. That's how your league works. Yeah. You're an asshole. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. And at the end of this, he says, "So yeah, I don't think I'm going to be in this league next year. That's a, that's probably for the best, man. Like, hopefully, you can find a better league. Uh, hopefully, you can. Um, you know, like I said, it's not always the case, but you know, at this day and age, most of the time you have you have a couple people you know. Um, I just hope you could find a better league because this kind of stuff right here, I can't stand it in fantasy football. Yeah, it ruins the whole experience. Yeah. Being able, being able, like some fucking nobody that's bottom of the league that just like wants to shit on everybody's parade because he's having a bad year. That's what ends up happening. And here's like, the thing: is you never know. You make a trade, the trade might look stacked in one direction, but you don't know. This is the fucking beauty people, and, and ire of fantasy football: yeah. is that you don't know. Listen, people have their own opinions. He's like, making a trade. He's going to trade Doug Martin Smith away for DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins could break his fucking neck next week. I'm saying I wish it happens, but I'm saying like that's whoa, the dude. But that 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 could happen, and then 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 you lose. Then you well, you're... the thing is, Doug Martin's a he's a high or a low end RB one, high end RB two right now, and Spencer Ware is a currently an RB one. Yeah, but he... if if Charles's uh, health declines or if he, I mean, he's he's got two ACLs in the past three years. But here's the thing: is like it depends. The only way that I can see that you having DeAndre Hopkins could stack your team is if you're in an eight-man league. Anything above, and maybe ten, maybe a ten-man league. But if you're like in a normal twelve or fourteen-man league, I don't see how one player is going to make your team stacked. So I think this is really just a, just an instance of people just yeah. being uh, your, salty your about it. Shitty. Yeah, I don't think we really need to hit on it anymore. But that's it. What you got left? You got your DK. Oh, DK yeah. lineup. I got my DK lineup. Uh. So far, one and zero. Last week's lineup cashed in cash games at one hundred and thirty-three point something points. Um, <laughs> so this is my uh, cash lineup for this week on DraftKings. Um, Daniel's gotta go PP, so I'm gonna do my little segment. And this is this is a guy when we were talking about uh, quarterbacks our favorite start of the week um i didn't say this guy so i could save him for the end it's marcus Mariota on DraftKings. he's six thousand he's six k uh they're playing at detroit 47 over under detroit's favored by six you gotta figure uh yeah i figure it's gonna be a, a pretty pass happy game uh tennessee and Mariota in tennessee they played the vikings last week who they're generally a slower paced team and Mariota still got close to 3x value. He actually went down in price by $400 this week. Um, he got 18.7 points last week. 
At 6K, you hope for 18 points for 3X in cash games. Um, I think he could easily get 22 to 24 points. Um, so that's my quarterback, Mariota. Um, and went a little cheaper at quarterback so we can make room for some studs like uh, David Johnson at running back. Um, he's $7,600 versus Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay and that Arizona game has one of the highest over-unders of the week at 50. Arizona's favored by seven. Um, it's at Tampa Bay, so you gotta figure, um, you gotta figure it's gonna be a pretty high-octane game. Um, if you think, um, if you think they're gonna be, Arizona's gonna be passing a lot, then David, I mean, David Johnson's gonna be involved either way, whether they're coming from behind, which I doubt they will. Uh, but you never know. But uh, David Johnson was on 95% of the snaps last week. He's going to get plenty of carries, plenty of receptions, targets, all that. So easy pick in PPR, the PPR format for DraftKings. Um, second RB is a uh, guy I talked about earlier is TJ Yeldon. Um, he's kind of a salary relief guy at $4,700. At They're playing at San Diego. No Chris Ivory. Uh, 47 point over under San Diego favored by three um, should see easily 20 touches overall um, 15 carries and five catches should be kind of his floor this week um, quick pace game pretty safe option $4,700 with TJ Yeldon uh, wide receiver one here is going to be AJ Green I'm kind of going against the grain in cash games fading uh Odell Beckham Jr. Me and Daniel didn't really talk about this game, this uh, New Orleans and uh, New York Giants game too much, but it was like earlier in the week, um, kind of like favored as like the the highest uh, fantasy scoring game. But there's supposed to be a little bit of rain, uh, some high winds, not high winds, but like 10 mile per hour winds. Um, so I'm kind of fading that game in in DraftKings and. Uh, Going AJ Green, I mean, he got 12 receptions on 13 targets last week, 180 yards and a touchdown, and they're playing at Pittsburgh. Um, it'll be a quick pace game, a lot of offense in that game. Game, 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 game. <laughs> Keep saying game. So next, ga- <laughs> next guy uh, is my boy Tajay Sharp. Um, he's uh, still pretty cheap at 4100 at Detroit, 47 point over under Detroit's favored by six so you got to think he's the kind of that stack with Mariota um, should see 10 targets at least uh, five catches he should get two three X value easy um, and then we talked about this next wide receiver Will Fuller um, he's he, he went up in salary by a good bit from last week but he's still pretty cheap at 4200 versus Kansas City um, 11 targets, 5 receptions, 107 yards, 1 touchdown last week with uh, DeAndre Hopkins drawing a lot of uh, attention from uh, that KC defense. I still figure he'll see upwards of 8 to 9, 10 targets this week. Uh, And, you know, it's it's not uh, super high over under on that game. 43. Houston's favored by a couple points. Um... It's not expected to be a shootout or anything, but I think it'll still be solid. Uh, 12 points shouldn't be out of 
out of the realm of possibilities in full PPR for Will Fuller. I think he's a pretty safe option. And our boy at tight end, me and Daniel's boy for this week is Gary Barnage. Uh, Daniel, you can hop in anytime. I know. Hey man, I'm, just, I'm, like, I'm, I'm just letting you do your thing, man. I'm just running down the lineup. You're on a fucking roll, dude. Um, Four thousand dollars versus Baltimore, uh, with Luke McCown coming in, RG three out. Um, you know, Daniel mentioned earlier about McCown and Bar- uh, Barnage, uh connection <laughs> last year. I mean, RG three. Yeah, RG three threw it uh, to him what two times last week. Um, yeah, I think that that uh, people are gonna fade him because he had such a shit. He put up a goose egg last week. So in cash games, that I makes like him, him valuable, way more yeah. valuable this week. He he should be. It's kind of a rare uh, option because he should be. He has a high floor and he should be low owned in cash games. Um, God damn it! I'm saying um a lot. I think I'm getting more tired and more drunk. <laughs> put him in. Put him in because this is life. Well, you did switch from liquor to beer. I did. I did. I did. So. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guys, he's losing his goddamn mind. In the flex position, we're almost done here. Flex position, and this is the first guy I plug in in my cash lineups this week, C.J. Anderson. Ooh. Uh, $6,800. <laughs> $6,800. Denver's home this week. You saw what he did last week. I mean, he, he kind of like, he either... Depending on what your opinion was of him in preseason, he proved you wrong or proved you right. He he was the workhorse in that offense. Proved me right. Wrong. <laughs> uh, Daniel didn't like him coming into the season. but He still pisses me off that he is good. I think in PPR, like DraftKings, the scoring format is, his floor this week is four, uh, 15 points. Easy. <laughs> they should be able to hold off Andrew Luck and the... Colts offense pretty easily, and he's just going to get a shit ton of touches and Volume. Targets. It's all about volume. All De- about you ain't got to worry about Devontae Booker taking nothing from him. I mean, Not Simeon, yet, at least. Simeon's going to dump it off. He's going to dump all over C.J. Anderson. <laughs> he's going to dump those passes left and right. And uh, uh, another thing that I like to do is pair... I put C.J. Anderson as my flex because he's uh, the, the latest player... Uh, in the lineup, I have three running backs uh, in this lineup, so he's the latest running back playing game time wise. And uh, D- what's left defense? DST is Broncos, and you pair a uh, very popular option to pair the uh, your defense with your one of your running backs because you figure defense shuts the opposing offense down, uh, and your offense will run the ball a lot with CJ Anderson, and that's the case in my opinion. That's what's going to happen with uh, the Broncos and Andrew Luck in a game like this should throw he'll probably throw a pick or two and one cheaper option like I said earlier at defense maybe a little bit cheaper the Baltimore Ravens Ravens like them a lot this week Ravens are if you want some salary relief they're $600 cheaper than the Broncos there you go so real quick just run it down QB Marietta running back David Johnson running back TJ Yeldon Wide receiver AJ Green, Tajay Sharp, Will Fuller, uh, Barnage at tight end, CJ Anderson at the flex, and Broncos defense. 
and Man. that's gonna that's gonna give you some money. Uh, put it in some uh, Guerrero Teed. Put it in some yeah one and zero so far. Yeah. Uh, put in some fifty fifties, some double ups, head to heads. Win money. If you don't win money, we'll never. I'll never show up on this podcast again. Well, that's well. If you don't show up, then <laughs> podcasts and, don't exist, bro. And always, uh, just like on Sunday morning, see if there's like any surprise scratches. Yeah, because people like value opens up real quick whenever like there's surprise scratches, like fucking, fucking uh, <laughs> Julio Jones gets scratched and Sanu's hundred percent, he's feeling great. Yeah, start Sanu. Is that it? That's pretty much it. How long do we go tonight? Uh, Seems like about an hour and a half. Uh, right on the money. I mean, not right on the money. One hour, 31 minutes. Okay. Well, Hopefully people got, like, nothing going on on Saturday and they listen. Yeah, watch a little bit of college football, maybe. Mainly getting ready for tomorrow. Yep. I mean, Sunday. Well, tomorrow technically now. But that's going to be it. That's it. That's it for today, guys. That's a wrap. Yeah, we had a lot. We had a lot in there. Very sloppy episode. Was it sloppy? Yeah, a little sloppy. Yeah, I think it's. Well, we started at fucking three in the morning. It's four thirty now. Mm. Is exact. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's just whatever. Anyway, people are We're not gonna drag this ending out. That's just gonna be it. If you want to hit us up on uh, Twitter, it's a uh, at tff pod pod. Uh, email the fantasy friends pod at gmail.com at Facebook the fantasy friends search us there we're gonna we get this we're we gonna get this up Facebook on Facebook action we do uh, please if you can hit us up on Facebook uh, we're gonna get this up on Stitcher at some point we've heard from some of you guys said that you would be able to listen it'd be easier for you to listen if it was on Stitcher we're gonna get that set up um, but yeah I mean outside of uh, giving a, you guys our fucking phone numbers that's about all the ways you could contact us and hell if you fucking message me and want my number you know just no dick pics. Uh, you can send dick pics to Ryan. Send me the dick pics. Uh, and I know it, it's said on the outro, but if you leave a uh, review and rating, uh, that would... God damn it. I don't mean to sound like stereotypical yeah, podcast but, guy, but that would mean a lot. Yeah, it helps. But with, it just... It really does. It, as it, like it, a, a yeah. new podcast. Yeah, it helps. Shit. It helps a fuck ton. So just do that if, if, you, if your heart tells you to. I mean, hell, if you made it this far, like an hour and a half, on a, you know, you you'd be listening to us on a Saturday or Sunday morning. Thank you so much. We yep. love you. Yep, appreciate it, guys. Uh, uh, good luck this week. Write us. Let us know if you take Ryan's advice on the DK lineups or anything. Any of our starts. Let us know how they worked out for you. If they didn't work out, you can cuss us. It's fine. We'll read that shit out loud. Um, if you read, if you do, going back to the uh, re- uh, reviews. If you if you leave one, <laughs> we might read that shit on air. We will if you if we get one. <laughs> We'll read it on air. Yeah, we got a few, but... Yeah, most of them. <laughs> anyway. All right, guys, that's going to be it. Um, um, we're, I'm we're, I'm the, I'm we're the Fantasy Friends, and we appreciate you guys listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Friends. Contact Ryan and Daniel with your questions at TFFPod on Twitter or email them at thefantasyfriendspod at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and tune in next time to the Fantasy Friends Podcast.